For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the All Dolphins podcast on this January 1st, 2024. Turning the calendar, hope everyone enjoyed their New Year's Eve. Um, very mellow over here. With Did you even make it to New Year's? I fell asleep and I woke up before New Year's. How's that? <laughs> okay, all right. And what time do you go back to bed? 12.30-ish or something. It was pretty early. Um, Especially at the end of at the end of a you know, of a football Sunday where there was going to be work to be done today on alldolphins.com, where I have uh, where we have about five stories total, including every single solitary playoff permutation involving the Dolphins. Yeah, boy, did I cheat off that today yeah, on good. radio. Um, that's, what it, that's what it's there for. Yeah, it's it's super complicated. Only Alan Poupard would would like to do those permutations. Um, basically, Alan basically says, lose and you're screwed, uh, to summarize it for you. Unless everything falls in line to the way you need it to fall in line, and then you end up playing Jacksonville. No, you could end up playing Jacksonville if they win. If the Dolphins lose, it's automatic. It's at Kansas City. Yes. That's the automatic. If they lose, there are 16 different permutations. Eight of them is Buffalo at Miami in the first round. Six of them is Pittsburgh at Miami, and two of them is Jacksonville at Miami. Let's go Jacksonville. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I you know you know how I feel about Buffalo. Don't um, say it. Don't use that word, especially Josh I, Allen. That's your trigger. Your trigger name. Um, but anyway, let's let's move on because we got some carnage to to deal with. We have some injuries to deal with. Um, this is a difficult day for the Dolphins who basically said, um, Deshaun Elliott said they got spanked, uh, like they got spanked by the Ravens. Um, Teron Armstead said they got their ass kicked by the Ravens. And then there was another reference to how badly the Ravens beat them. And it was an embarrassing loss. And as I wrote in an All Dolphins column that I truly believe that kind of puts this loss in perspective, yeah, it was embarrassing. It there's no wiping away what what just happened to you. Um, but have a little bit of solace in knowing that the 49ers got that ass kicking the previous week, too. And I will make the argument based on after watching the film, nobody was beating the Baltimore Ravens yesterday. 
the, nobody in the NFL. And they were going to whoop somebody. Um, and, woo, you know, um, you got to lick your wounds and you got to get your mind right because you're going to be facing another similar opponent with similar high stakes game and ultimately will decide if you're going to be on the road for the playoffs, which, and we justifiably know, I think both of you and I have set the bar. If this win doesn't conclude with, if this season doesn't conclude with at least one playoff win, this season is a failure. No, I, I agree. And because you, you basically, you're almost back where you were last year when you factor in that. Almost. Well, but when you factor in the tour, miss, miss sometimes, or if you don't want to factor in for that, um, and you know my feelings on the whole thing, but the, but if you factor into the for the tour injuries last year, eleven and six, no playoffs, no playoff win would be kind of similar to what you had last year. Um, and you mentioned this about the Ravens. You were they, they have played Dolphins have played five teams that have a winning record. They're one and four against those. The Ravens have played ten, ten. And they're seven and three. And they've put, excuse my French, as my friend Anthony Campanelli would say, ass whoopings on a lot of those. Seattle, Detroit, San Francisco, the Dolphins. And I may be forgetting some. 49ers. 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 And so here's the thing. As it stands right now, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, to me, Baltimore is clearly the top of the AFC. San Francisco is clearly the top of the NFC. What you're looking, what you're playing for in either conference is to get to them in the conference championship game. Hope you catch them on a really bad day. If those two teams are operating at peak efficiency or close to it, you Super Bowl Baltimore, San Francisco. Um, so that becomes a task for the Dolphins. Dolphins are a lot better than they were yesterday, mm-hmm. while understanding they're not in Baltimore's class right now. Yes. Um, what I did find interesting was the amount of players who said that we were pressing and because we were pressing because of the pressing and the disappointment of not being competitive against this juggernaut of a team, not being who we thought we were and where we thought we were um, that led to a lot of pressing, which led to us playing even worse than how we were playing. Um, I found that interesting inside. Really mean anything? Not really. Um, You, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta dig deep put your big boy pants on, analyze what went wrong, come up with solutions, create a game plan for Buffalo, work on that game plan, and then execute that game plan. That's the only thing that's going to save your season. Yeah, and I think this is where the term maybe chasing the game comes into play a little bit, and maybe the Dolphins got guilty of that. To me, maybe in the second half. In the first half, dude, they're right there, and then to me the game turned. Don't you say it. Don't oh, say. You know exactly what I'm going to say. And Don't and say. again, it was just so poorly mismanaged to rush to the line. They're down 21. And I was wrong, by the way. Dolphins didn't have the ball at the 40-yard line. They had the ball at the Baltimore 44-yard line. Two minutes left in the first half. They're down 21-13. At worst, go get a field goal. It's 21-16 at the half. Instead, they rush to the line of scrimmage, snap the ball with 201. And then Tua makes a mistake he doesn't often make. He's completely stared down the receiver. And he even said that himself after the game and watch watch the tape. I mean, he's like this on Cedric Wilson. Yes. And by the way, that is not manipulating a defense with your eyes. That's manipulating the defense to go toward where the ball's going. So 
Um, again, that's not a mistake he makes very often. He made it there. The Roquan Smith, very alert linebacker, saw that, made the move, made the play. And then all of a sudden it's 28-13 at the half. You have the kickoff return to start the second half, game's over. And, and then you're in, then you're chasing the game. Let's get into some injuries because we did bring up Tua Tungavailoa and this podcast is super late because they had a late practice availability for us. Um, so our humble apologies. Uh, Tua, Mike McDaniel, does not seem concerned. I doubled down and, and, and forced him to address the question about worried about, you know, losing some velocity on that arm because of the soreness. And he basically said Tua's diligent about his rehab and therapy and treatment and blah, 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 blah. Um, we'll see. We'll, we'll, I'll be watching practice on Wednesday to see what, what that arm looks like. It's, I'm sure it'll look fine, but, um, as I've always said, and consistently will say shoulder injuries and thumb injuries on a quarterback on his throwing arm, not a good thing. There's only, there's only two things that impact the ability to throw that. Well, actually your hips and your feet. So I'm lying. There are probably about five things that impact your ability to throw the football. But the two primary things are the fingers that actually hold the ball, which includes the thumb, which holds the ball. Thumb and the index finger. Thumb and the index finger. Actually, some use some use the little some use this one. Oh, oh, hey now. And 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 then um and then it comes to your shoulder. Kind of kind of important. Um, but we will see that. Um Uh, here's the thing. Yeah, why let me say this about McDaniel's answer to Tua. It was more along the lines of it said nothing about the injury itself. It was all about I trust Tua and his ability to play through whatever he has. Yeah. And to me, it wasn't quite again as definitive I'm as I'm not worried. It's nothing. You didn't it's, think it. You didn't think it came off as I'm not worried. No, no, it came off as I'm not worried, but 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 dismissing it as I'm not worried about Tua's ability to play through the injury. It wasn't like it, it was just like a little shoulder contusion, nothing big, um, and that, without necessarily expanding on exactly what the injury was but the fact that it was just strictly all about again you know two is tough he's going to play through it I, I don't know maybe it's me who my conspiracy theory mind going all over the place but it it would have had more you have two conspiracy theorists doing a podcast i think that's dangerous oh you, you like that too yeah yes oh, I, I didn't know that about you i've known you for what 15 more than 15 years and i didn't know you were a fellow conspiracy theorist do you believe in aliens as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. We got a lot more in common than I thought. Not um, in when it comes to music, though. That's... Oh, God. Yeah, no. Uh, okay. Uh, next injury, the big ones, obviously. Uh, confirmed Bradley Chubb has a torn ACL. Again, didn't, didn't take a rocket scientist. Uh, they kind of smelled that out. That, that looked bad from the start. Uh, I guess the Xavier Howard news isn't as bad as we thought it was. Um, he didn't acknowledge whether it was a break or not. Uh, if it's a break, we know it's six weeks. We don't know exactly what the nature of the foot is. It, he's not going to play this week, but it doesn't sound like Mike McDaniel is ruling him out of the playoffs. It's right. not like they could put him on IR because they don't have, you know, like actually they can't put him on IR and get another prior roster spot, but you know. You're going to save your one designated to return move for X for the Super Bowl? No, 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 no. Yeah. No, actually, Mike McDaniel hinted that Jerome, not hinted, insinuated that Jerome Baker's on his way back. Um, so he, he's going to be using that designation. Yeah, yeah, that's he what he said, said. He said, and I quote, we, we're, we're, I'm hopeful we're going to be opening the window soon. 
opening the window as in then he starts practicing. So okay, so that means you use your des last final designated spot to return. No, that's fine. But my initial thought that maybe he could play against Buffalo. I think to me, based yeah, yeah, on I didn't say he could play against Buffalo. I'm just saying who's gonna get that final designation spot. I mean, I did see Isaiah win in 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 in, in the locker room on Friday, and I thought to myself. Mm, what does this oh, mean? Um, self, what does this mean? Uh, so, you know, hey, who knows? Mike McDaniels never absolutely closed the window on Isaiah Wynn. But when Jerome Baker comes back to the fit to, to from PUP, I mean, from uh, IR, the window's closed. Um, but basically, you gotta, we gotta figure out the situation about who plays opposite Jalen Ramsey and. Um, if you follow uh, Alan Poupard's snap count breakdown and what it led to, uh, you'll see that Cater Kohu's snap count drastically got reduced. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not exactly saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, I believe that Cater has struggled probably for the last second half of the season, maybe since the Buffalo game last year. I mean, la la earlier this season, he's under heavy fire, heavy artillery fire. And it's it's at a point where teams are picking on him. But now with Eli Apple on the field, they're just doing whatever they want. Um, and the question is, will Miami be more open to playing a Nick Needham or a Cam Smith or, hell, Ethan Bonner? Because right now you're looking at both of those players. What, 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 what? what you yeah, I'm going to shake your head at Ethan Bonner. If they're not, they're not trusting Cam Smith because he's a rook, they're not trusting Ethan Bonner. And then you – did you – did you notice the words that Mike McDaniel used in talking about cornerbacks? They're like quarterbacks. He doesn't want them to go in there before they're ready and have scar tissue. Yes. Um, like how you broke Nick Needham. Yeah. I mean, not I broke um um uh, Noah Benogany. Yes. No, Noah was a yeah. Noah was a very good and confident cornerback till Russell Wilson broke it. And it was first Stefan uh, Stefan Diggs, then Russell Wilson the following week. That is true. Okay, my bad. Let me not put it all on Russell Wilson. But Russell, Noah cost the team a game. So yeah. Um, but let 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 me let me let bad first round picks lay where they are. Um, this is a questionable second round pick. I I stand on it. Um, primarily because I've seen it with my own eyes, and players on the team has confirmed it that. Cam can play. Um, they just don't trust him. Fangio mm -hmm. don't like him. And Tyreek is whooping him up every day at, at, on in practice, on practice squad, which is understandable. Tyreek is the best weapon in the NFL. And they're worried about the scar tissues that, that can develop and be created. I'm at the point where I'm sorry. You got to give me an alternative. You you got you can't you can't just have it be Eli Apple and Cater Kohu, and then everybody ignores Jalen Ramsey or stays away from that side of the field. Like the Ravens did not wherever Jalen Ramsey was, and it was easy for them to figure out where he was because he was over there. Uh, they didn't go over there. They they stayed. They he went over there. Had a couple plays where he was in coverage. He did. He did not have. He did not have a great game either. He's not absolved of of uh, of any criticism in that particular game. Uh, I, I want to say this about Cam Smith. Rewatch, I rewatched the game today, and 
it confirmed what I had seen before that Cam Smith on the long kickoff return. Oof. He was the one on the outside on the far right, and he basically jogged to basically meet the Baltimore defender who was the furthest on to the outside. Hey, how you doing? What's the, how you, no, how's the family and all that? All, while Justice Hill just runs like right next to him, no effort to disengage. Um, not saying he could have made the tackle, could have at the very least slowed him. Uh, I mean, that was poor. And then the other part of that 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 play that created it from what I saw was was Brandon Jones overrunning the play from on the other side. But um, be that as it may, no, I, I don't think – I honestly don't think we're going to see Cam Smith play good defense. And by the way, did you know there were only two players because of the score in the fourth quarter, everybody got in the game – there were two players, non-kickers or non-specialists, who did not get a snap on the offense or defense. And it was your top pick from each of the last two drafts, Cam Smith and Channing Tindall. Ouch. Yeah, that's not good. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. But I could see, is it possible that they give Nick Needham a shot in the slot as opposed to Cater? Sure, but Cater, again, Cater had Why not great the boundary as well. You act like Nick can't play the boundary. Is he is he better than Eli Apple, the boundary? I'm, maybe. Maybe they open it up in practice, and if he has a better I, look at I, I need to look at what Eli Apple's uh, opposing pass rating is because it's <sighs> – <laughs> they have a look of despair over here. What do we got here? Sorry, go ahead. Um, um, we're losing our train of thought here. This is um, here's and, and a big issue of the of the past defense against the Ravens, and we hadn't seen it before. Certainly not to this extent. Was there was a lot of miscommunication in the back, and it wasn't just the long pass to Zay Flowers, even though that was the most glaring example. There was a touchdown pass to Isaiah Likely. There was another pass earlier on to Rashad Bateman. And after the play, you see the replay, and Jalen Ramsey's looking at Deshaun Elliott like, what the hell, dude? I mean, he's giving him one of those. The touchdown pass to Patrick Ricard where he leaks out. Uh, this was another one that involved Cater. At some point, he was moving towards the middle of the field, sees Ricard leaking out across, and then, whoops, I got to go back the other way, but he was too far behind. Uh, and then there were the plays with Duke Riley. There were a couple of pick plays. They were just not in sync defensively, and we haven't seen that um, for the past several weeks. Now, this is the part when somebody made the point, and I don't know if I necessarily want to go there, but the, the lot of the Dolphins' great work on defense came, yes, after Jalen Ramsey came back, but it was also against quarterbacks like Aiden O'Connell, 
Uh, hold before you throw Tim Boyle, dude. They they faced a lot of uh, Sam, Sam Howell, Howell, Sam Howell, and then and then also their pass rush overwhelmed offensive lines, and then they were going against mediocre passers, which helped the secondary. I'm not saying sounds it's like all you. of it. Sounds Sorry, like it sounds like you are. No, I'm just saying that somebody made somebody put it put it out there, and I'm like. But they did, they did, kind of shut down Patrick Mahomes most of the game with the same group. But there were there were no massive breakdowns, and last yesterday there were massive breakdowns all over the place. Um, I, I but I'm I'm dude. Regardless of what they do at the cornerback position outside of X, <laughs> there's going to be a drop off, and we have to accept it. Dak Prescott was in there. Okay. Uh, a pro bowler named um, what's his name with the Patriots? Um, can't Mac Jones. <laughs> I forgot him already, but he's a pro bowler. <laughs> okay. Okay. Who is not a pro bowler? Mac Jones is a pro bowler. Whoa, are you going the Tom Curran route? Are you suggesting that Mac Jones is better than Tua because he got a pro bowl on his resume? I'm just saying you you want to you want to. Yes, there's a lot of bad quarterbacks that they faced. Okay. But again, again, and it's not because I'm going to plan everything on that because I, 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 in full disclosure on all Dolphins.com, I actually had predicted the Dolphins to win because I was expecting the defense to show up. I never expected that kind of performance, and I thought that's where they could win the game. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I was completely, completely astounded by how badly they got I expect I was expecting the front four, including the edges, to be much more of a factor than anybody was. Um, and now, now you got you're looking at this Buffalo game, and now you don't have Bradley Chubb or Jalen Phillips. So you're looking at Andrew Van Ginkle and Melvin Ingram, Emmanuel Agba, Cameron Good on the other side. <laughs> What's the Emmanuel Agba was a two-time leading sack producer for the Dolphins. And I believe he's got five sacks on the season. Can we can we put some respect on the man's name? And Dolphins glad- did, the Dolphins didn't when they made him a healthy scratch yesterday. Wow, you are just throwing your shade today. Today is Shady Allen Poupar Day. Stating facts. And listen, you, you threw your shade. He, does he have Five sacks or not? You think five sacks is easy to get in the NFL on a season where you've probably played 180 <laughs> snaps all season? I'm wait- I'm waiting. Response. You know, you know exactly what I'm going to say, and you're just baiting me into going there. That I waited your response. Fine, I'm going to say it. That yes, Emmanuel has five sacks. Unfortunately, a lot of those facts were in late game situations against mediocre opponents when the game was out of hand and you know that's he still did it that's a fact yes he still did it and now the Dolphins need him to do it absolute Dolphins need him to do it absolutely or Melvin Ingram who I think it has to be a combination of both because Andrew Van Ginkle can't you know handle a 50 snap workload at this point in the season but what what dude he played 50 snaps yesterday you think Andrew Van Ginkle can continue to play 50 snaps and he's got an injury as well. I can't remember what it is, but he's got an injury. No. 
Yeah, he's. He, I have. I have zero issue with him. That the efforts there. Uh, he didn't make any kind of splash plays. He did stop. He is the one who led the charge when the Dolphins stopped Lamar Jackson on a third and two run for no gain, uh, and he was running all over the place. Didn't make major impact plays, but no, Andrew Van Ginkle is not my concern. Um, I didn't say he's your concern, but right now you've got about a hundred snaps to account for from the edge position, maybe 120. And all I'm saying is three of those guys have to play. And whether that's Ogba in there or El El Ingram rotating in, uh, who's swapping sides. And I think he's probably the best suited to swap sides. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens, especially who goes and attacks the left tackle, because that hasn't necessarily been Andrew Van Ginkle's role. Hasn't been Inga's role. Hasn't been Emmanuel Agba's role throughout his career. So more than likely, it's going to be Melvin Ingram, who's been yeah, here all of them for five minutes. Yeah, except if you look at that Buffalo offensive line, their, their weak spot in terms of pass pro is their right tackle. Spencer Brown, who is a huge dude, but he does not move particularly well. So mm -hmm. this is where... Rotate, rotate Van Ginkle and Agba on that side. Rotate Melvin Ingram and give obviously Cameron Good some snaps. <coughs> Excuse me as well on that side. But this is where, and then obviously you're hoping that it's what you, you gave me. Did you give me through the screen what you have now? <coughs> I'm coughing through. So oh. you gave me through the screen whatever it is you have. Uh, it's the cold weather. It's the cold weather. You're not going outside with your chest covered up. You're, you're, you know, it's the same thing here. It's like wearing a, another hoodie. No, but this is a game where it's going to have to be like Van Ginkle or Agba, whoever lines up on the left side of the defensive formation has to be a factor against Spencer Brown. And then Wilkins and Sealer have to be the impact players. They've been all season that they were not against the Ravens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. You, you you realize you just admitted that Sealer was not the impact player against Ravens. He wasn't. He made he made the two the the two impact plays on defense. Okay. I'll accept that. Okay. I'll, I'll accept that. Um. And I don't think I I, I could be wrong, but I don't think he said he I, I said he had a better game than Sealer. I think I think you just mentioned A Chain as the only guy who had a had a decent game and I threw in Sealer in there. I'm not sure it's quite the same thing, but okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Touche. Well played. Um, what are your concerns heading into this week of practice? We, he talked about Mike McDaniel actually apologized for misleading us on, on Raheem Mostert. He said that wasn't something that he expected. I, 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 I liked it from the standpoint of, you know, we were kind of misled. It is what it is. Um, Rob Hunt, is going to practice this week. If he doesn't suffer a setback, more than likely he'll be in the lineup. Nothing is guaranteed. They're going to take it on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, getting Rob Hunt back would be tremendous. Um, I still have to watch the all 22s to see how the offensive line performed, see whether or not Austin Jackson was, 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 was his typical self, but uh, he was out there on the field. No, he was not. Was that well? He gave up, well, he gave up a sack. I, I don't. I, I can't speak for the whole game, but the not giving off the passing grade. I don't know. I, I again, I didn't zero on him enough. Uh, I didn't find the pass protection to be an issue. An issue. There were three sacks. One of them was on Van Noy. The other one was on Tehran, but that was the play where 
the Baltimore dude kind of maybe was offside at, at the end of the game. Like the kind of weird. We never really got a great angle from the side, but sure, sure, s- smelled like he was offside. Uh, and then the other one was purely a coverage sack, the one by Medebike, yeah. um, where Tua looked like he was ready to unleash it deep down the right sideline mm-hmm. and then re- recoiled, and then the guy goes on top of him. And that, that's the – that that's more on you know that's a that's a coverage check. So, and outside of that, there weren't necessarily a ton of plays where he, there was heavy pressure where he had to roll out of the pocket where he yeah. saved some sacks. And they were creating a run surge, which was very positive. Um, uh, I have a little bit of concern about the offensive line's ability to protect against Buffalo. If you base it what they did last time, mm-hmm. um, Buffalo basically just. If they blitz, they blitz cornerbacks or players from the edges, and they basically dominated Miami with four rushers. Four against five, that's a bad recipe, and then dropped everybody in the coverage with Tua and basically told Tua, beat us. Um, That is going to be a recipe for disaster, especially if you don't have an established run game, and Miami absolutely, in my opinion, needs to get um, Raheem Mostert back and healthy. Um, Devon A. Chan, phenomenal, impressive. I think he's like at 700 yards for the season, yeah. um, uh, rushing yards, which is great for a rookie. Um, he's he's having a great season, but I think you 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 know what Raheem is, you know how reliable he is, you know how consistent he is, and you need that stability in a matchup like this. Stabilizing presence. Sure, sure, um, sure. Sure. Um, sure. I mean, dude, the running game wasn't the issue. I didn't um, say that it was. You're telling no, me you don't need a 21 touchdown performer? It obviously would help having him, but I'm saying that, that that's not the issue. And, and I, I'm of the belief I have to, I, I have not yet seen, and I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to make it a point to watch the New England Buffalo game to see what happened to the to Buffalo offense, which didn't sound like it was particularly impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, my concerns is with this Dolphin defense. Because again, you, you, yeah, there's, there's been decent depth on the team, but you can't be keep taking hits like this with, you know, Chubb Phillips now Howard, um, and and I think this is a game where where the offense is going to have to, you know, score points, score points. Well, it's worth more than the twenty two they got against Buffalo for example, against Dallas for example. And if you look at the five games the Dolphins have played, eighteen point four. There you go. Very good. Ah, beat you yeah. to it. Ah, you like that, don't you? However, the point could be made. I missed that, Geek. I used to. We do have a lot more in common. Um, yeah, the point can be made that four of those games were on the road. The game against Dallas was at home. They scored 22 points, which is not great. Uh, but not by their standards, and they were all field goals. No, correct. And this is then this is where again, uh, Josh Allen. Don't say it. Uh, kind of, sort of, pretty much has always put up good numbers. How many days do you think I could go without saying? Oh man, I know it's killing you. Every time I say Josh Allen, you're like, <laughs> oh. And even the game the Dolphins won twenty one nineteen last year at Hard Rock Stadium. I mean, the Bills had four hundred ninety seven yards of offense. I mean, that's not that's not approximately. They had literally four hundred ninety seven yards of offense. Uh, and if you think you're going to hold a team to 19 points, giving up that many yards more than once, I think that's playing with fire. But 
I don't think the, the Bills offense is at that level right now or, or even close to it. Mm-hmm. Well, we know what's at stake. We know what's on the line. Um, we will be here tomorrow for Behind Enemy Lines. Um, and we will be here all week, as we usually are. Happy New Year's, everybody. I hope everybody had a great time, kept it safe, got home safely. Um, as you can see, I'm still alive and still living. Um, and I will actually be doing the Joe Rose show tomorrow at eight o'clock. Um, radio so, star. Yeah. Huh. Um, watch out for video. Huh? What'd you say? Watch out for video. Watch out for video. What video? This is a very old joke. It's going to go right first over song, my head. First song ever played on MTV video killed the radio star. Okay. Bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know how to find our work, alldolphins.com. Free, no subscription, no paywall. Uh, nobody's shaking you down every month uh, for your Dolphins coverage. And we will be here the entire offseason, as you know, both of us usually are. Um, and we'll continue to be doing these podcasts. So hopefully you will like, subscribe, share, tweet, tell a friend, um, rate us, uh, listen to the audio. Thank you. Every little bit that you do listen and, and participate in the show, it counts. We're in the comment section, so keep chiming in. Um, we'll continue those discussions, and we will see you tomorrow. Thanks, everyone. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.